My name is Maya Deary. This episode is part of a series called The Waves to Wisdom Interviews. The project is a simple one. I seek out people I admire, surfers with what look to me to be ocean-centered wisdom practices. I ask them if they'd be willing to share a surf session or two, and then, after we've ridden some waves together, talk to me about their oceanic habits, surfing, work, meaning, anything else that comes up. What would give you the courage to quit a good job, one you'd worked hard to get and always thought you wanted, but discovered maybe wasn't very good for you after all? And what happens when a German structural engineer reaches for surfing to help heal a broken heart and discovers an altogether healthier way of seeing and living her life? Oh God, I remember these wipeouts. I thought I could never do it. And then after two hours, so hard work, then you catch a wave and you're standing on your surfboard and you think like, oh my God, I, 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 can, I can do it and it's possible and you just have to believe in it and don't give up. And this is the same in life now when I have moments where I'm struggling, like bad things happen, I'm so sad, I'm like, I'm lost. Then I remember surfing and I know, no, it's gonna be good. There will be, like, don't, don't look to the broken wave, to the white water. Look, look to the horizon, to the in the ocean, and there will be like more, so many more green, beautiful, clean waves coming for you. And you just have to be, have to wait and be patient. And yeah, Lena and I found one another by accident in the waves of Nosara, Costa Rica. We developed this sort of fast, thrilling friendship that comes from sharing passion for a beloved activity, especially one sprinkled with intense experiences that are beautiful and sometimes challenging. The time we spent getting to know one another, trading and oftentimes sharing waves in the gentle Pacific swells of that idyllic tropical surf break, well, that was an inspiring time for me. And Lena's story of crafting balance in her body and life taught me a great deal. I hope you learned something valuable as well. If you are comfortable with it, will you tell us your name mm -hmm. and your age mm -hmm. and how long you've been surfing? Okay, my name is Lina. I'm now 32 years old. I'm a Pisces. I think that's why I love water. And I am surfing since six years. Six years, Six okay. years, yeah. And you are from Germany? I am from Germany, yeah. And we are speaking now, we're, we're having this beautiful conversation oh in yeah. a magical setting. Yeah. Will you tell whoever's listening a little bit about where we are? Yeah. So, um, right now we are sitting actually in the jungle. The sun is shining. Temperature. I sometimes I forget it. It's mid of January. It's so cold right now in Germany. And yeah, we're sitting. We almost don't wear like anything. I'm. It's hot, but it's like just feels wonderful on your skin. And when I look up, like I see the sun shining through all this lush nature. It's a simple place. It's a little juice bar in the jungle and it just feels wonderful. It's paradise. It is paradise, <laughs> isn't it? Okay, and this morning we surf for uh, quite a, a good session. Oh my goodness, I didn't expect that. Like I was walking in the beach. I, 
I love to walk at the beach in the morning. It's so peaceful. Like when you walk outside and you, you it, it's, it's warm, like six o'clock, there is like the first sunlight and you walk to the beach and you see the sun, sunrise. And yeah, it was windy in the morning, but when we paddled out, it was the wave was so much fun. It was small, but so much fun. It was so much fun. Oh my goodness. And it just got better and better. And yeah, it's so nice to that we shared this moment. It really was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and the moment we just shared, I think bears repeating, which is that I've been fiddling with this audio equipment for a mm -hmm. minute. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I swore I was putting the record setting on the right thing, but I just couldn't figure out why I couldn't hear anything through these headphones. Yeah. Uh, and you said, are those headphones plugged in? <laughs> in fact, they weren't, uh, which is maybe a good time to talk about what you do for a living. Yeah. Um, actually, it was a coincidence because I don't know much about technique. Yes, but uh, you know, there's something about uh, are the pieces fitting together yeah. right that seems yeah. like a good introduction to yeah. the rest of your life when yeah, you're not surfing. Absolutely. I'm a structural engineer at home, so I have a very serious job. Yeah, I love my job. It's a lot of calculation, math, and um, yeah, it's. Right now, um, I don't think much about it, but I know when I get home, I will enjoy it again. And yeah, so my life is completely different in Germany, but I love to have this balance in my life. Yeah. And you are here for how long? I'm here for four months. So that's just the best time to escape the cold winter in Germany. I don't mind the cold so much, but it's so dark. So, yeah, it's dark and cold and rainy. So I decided to live during the winter here in Costa Rica for four months. And how many years have you done that? I started, I mean, it was a process. I came here the first, it's my fifth time to Nosara, Costa Rica. I came here the first time six years ago only for vacation for two weeks and I fell in love with surfing and this place. So I came back a second time only for only, I mean only for two weeks and then a third time for two and a half months and now last season for four months and this season for four months and I want to keep doing this. Yeah. So how does your life allow you? You are a structural engineer, and, and I don't know if you have this stereotype in Germany, but yeah. in America we uh, often think of surfers as bums, yeah. and structural engineers uh, we don't think of as bums. So <laughs> uh, how do you work out that balance? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like it came to me. It was, I always, I enjoyed studying engineering a lot. A lot and then I started working for this company I always wanted to work for and I finally made it to work for this company but then I just felt I'm working like non-stop I'm so I'm so um, hard with myself so I, I, I forced me I, I wanted I wanted to be good like I I always wanted to be perfect and do things perfect, but then I felt after a while, no, this is not healthy, so I need 
somehow balance in my life. And yeah, I worked for this, this company three years. And then I, I, I felt everyone did that in Germany. So it's like common that you work really hard. So all the people around me did the same. So they worked really hard. Um, there was a lot of competition in my office and I felt a lot of pressure, but I didn't realize that it's wrong. I just thought it's normal to live like that. And then just things happened. I, I was in a relationship for 11 years and we broke up and then I got lay, laid off in my job. So All at the same time? All at one year. Within yeah. one year? Yeah. It was such a hard time for me and I was so sad. I, I remember it was winter, it was cold and I, I cried for I think for three months. Like I, I remember I was taking my bicycle to work and I cried and at work I, I distracted myself and yeah and then at night I woke up. It was like a nightmare. It was, I didn't know what, what's happening next in my, my, my life just changed in one second oh, and I lost the everything. Worst thing. Yeah. So disorienting. So, yeah. I was so sad and but in this time I felt because I've surfed before and I knew how I felt like being in the water and oh my god surfing just made me so happy on these two trips before with my ex-boyfriend Costa Rica and the first thing I did like I booked a flight to Morocco in the sun to go surfing and when I was sitting in the plane I remember when I felt so much happiness. I was sitting in the water and in this week I didn't cry at all. I sent my ex-boyfriend a message that I'm, I'm just right now so happy because of course the, the breakup was he left me but it was also hard for, for him to see me being so sad because of course he still felt love for me. So I sent him a message and I said, you know, don't worry about me. I, I I'm surfing and I just feel so much happiness. And I'm even like, I'm thankful for all the time we had together and he brought me into surfing. So that like, if, I'm just thankful for the amazing 11 years we had together and it's okay now, I will make it. And I knew, I felt so much strength, like sitting in the water and it was like a moment where like, okay, surfing now is part of my life. So I need it in my life. So I came back from Morocco, I booked my second flight to Morocco. And this year I went like on all my vacation, I went like always surfing. So I spent six times, 10 days surfing. I spent a lot of money, but I didn't care. And, and then I went to my boss and I told him, yeah, I just have a hard time right now and I need this time off I need to go surfing because it's so good for my soul and I was because I lost everything I was so brave I felt so I was like okay I, I just do it and he was like because this is really not common in Germany he, he didn't understand he was like why like you're such a good engineer and you work so hard why do you need this you don't need this and I remember yeah because he has a big passion with his Harley, with riding the Harley Davidson, so I told him when someone takes my surfboard, it's the same when someone takes your Harley. So 
he's like, okay, do it and go for two and a half months and find your happiness. And yeah, then I came back to Costa Rica because that's the place where I learned surfing and I knew I have friends here and I traveled through Costa Rica and then I spent the last four weeks here at this place where we're sitting right now. And yeah, I, the last days I was sitting on a beach I remember it just like it was yesterday. I was sitting there and I was like watching the waves. I was watching the sunset. It was the last sunset in Costa Rica. And I thought, I, I, I lived a simple life here. I just, I'm surfing, I'm eating healthy, and I don't do much. I, I rest in a hammock and I was sitting there and I thought like, okay, I don't need more. This is like, so I felt so happy if I have, would have a wish like I didn't know what I would have it it was like it, it felt just felt perfect you had everything you needed and everything, everything you wanted everything yeah so I took the flight back to Germany and on this flight I decided I will come here again and this time I want to live like this I want to spend like the next winter here in Costa Rica again surfing so I went back, I, I waited four weeks until I talked to my boss and then I told him um, that I have to come back and that I will do this again. And he was upset, he said like, no, not again, like, yeah, I, I really, he, he didn't, he didn't understand and he's, he told me, yeah, if you want to do this again, you have to quit. And then I said, okay, then I quit. <laughs> I will quit. And so he was like, no, no. Okay, if you really, if you, if you think this is the thing you want to do, you, you need, everyone needs to follow his dreams. And so I did it again. And I worked in these eight months and I, I enjoyed my job so much more than before. The first three years in my first job, I was so stressed. And, and after surfing, it was like, no, like work is not everything. And whatever happens, there will be a way. Yeah. In, in Germany, no one understands. It's so funny because yeah, here I am the serious structural engineer at home. People think I'm crazy and I'm the hippie breaking out of the society. <laughs> and <laughs> really, it's so funny. The extreme in both communities. Yeah, really, it, it feels so funny for me. Before, like three years ago, I would have never done this. My job was like, <gasps> I was so stuck in my job. Like, I was like, no, I, I need to work. And this is like the most important part of my life. After surfing, no, my job was not the most important part of my life anymore. It was like surfing. Still, of course, I need to make money. And, and yeah, after I got into surfing, my job didn't have this value anymore, this big, and I think that's a so, uh, this big meaning because I think this is the most important thing, what I learned in life, to have a balance. If, you, if I would be only, if I would only surf the whole time, I would, it wouldn't be that magical anymore. You need like different things in your life. In my work, I was like, this is the only thing I have. So I got like stuck in this. But if you have something else in life that makes you happy, 
you're more relaxed about each part because if you lose one, you have another. And I just want to say this, this uh, no one can see you, but that was such a beautiful embodiment of those expressions <laughs> when you were talking about only having the one thing and your fists are clenched and then you're talking about freedom and balance and your hands are open and oh receptive. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I felt this for a couple of years. I was so tired and and now I feel, oh my God, like I'm, I'm ready for everything. Nothing can scare me anymore. Yeah. And do you think that surfing has helped you with courage? Oh yeah, a lot, a lot. Oh my God, all these wipeouts. You're sitting in the water and sometimes it's so peaceful and quiet and the water is so soft. And this is like the perfect idea of surfing when the water is soft, it's beautiful, no wind, the waves are glassy and you catch a wave and you, it feels like flying. and. But then there are days, oh my goodness, it's stormy, there's a lot of current, there's so many waves crashing on you, it's so hard to paddle out. You, you've, the waves are so hard to catch. You have all these bad wipeouts and you, you feel like sometimes you're drowning, especially when you're learning. You, oh God, I remember these wipeouts. I thought I could never do it. And then after two hours, so hard work, then you catch a wave and you're standing on your surfboard and you think like, oh my God, I, 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 can, I can do it and it's possible and you just have to believe in it and don't give up. And this is the same in life now when I have moments where I'm struggling, like bad things happen, I'm so sad, I'm like, I'm lost. Then I remember surfing and I know, no, it's gonna be good. There will be like, don't, don't look to the broken wave, to the white water. Look, look to the horizon, to the in the ocean, and there will be like more, so many more green, beautiful, clean waves coming for you. And you just have to be, have to wait and be patient. And I had this in the beginning a lot. I had this one wave that made me happy. The rest of the day, I forgot about these two hours struggling. It was just this couple of seconds. It's so crazy that made me so happy that I was like, I couldn't stop smiling the whole day. I was like walking around. I thought like people think I'm crazy, but when I'm in the water, I'm just smiling. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's really true, isn't it? It's, it's so just true. This pure joy yeah. that it's so difficult to translate to people who don't share so it. So difficult. I was, I was here, it, I had weeks at the hostel, I shared this room with six, five other girls and I couldn't sleep in, at night because I was so excited for the next day to go surfing. I was laying in bed, I couldn't, because I, had, I did this amazing sunrise surface in the morning and then at night the sun set, I was sitting in the water until it was dark, I couldn't see anything anymore. I was like, no, I can't see, but I, okay, I have to go out now. There will be another day. And then I went back, I had dinner. I was so tired. I went to bed sometime at seven or eight o'clock. And then I couldn't sleep because I was so excited. It was like being a child, like before Christmas, like the morning where you are allowed to open the presents. And I had this for a week. <laughs> and the next morning I was so tired. I was like, you need to sleep. And then I went and I paddled out again. I had these amazing waves. So this is now your 
fifth year as a surfer? My sixth year. Sixth year. Yeah, but as a surfer, I would say my third year because okay. before I just went, I tried surfing, yeah, but yeah. So there was a transition. Yeah, there was a can transition. You, can you describe the transition from I went surfing to yeah. I became a surfer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. In the, in the beginning, I went for vacation to go surfing. It was just an um, activity to do, like, okay, let's go to Costa Rica to try surfing. But then there was this moment in my life where surfing became a part of me. It was like I realized, okay, now I cannot live without surfing anymore. I cannot imagine to live without surfing anymore. This happiness I never felt before, it became such a big part in my life. It's the magic of surfing. It's the magic of surfing. No one understands <laughs> if you're not a surfer. And at home, people ask me, what are you doing the whole day? And yeah, and then you're not like bored after four months. I'm like, no, every moment in the water is so different, so different. And I get up at five o'clock, it's still dark and I'm so excited to start my day. Waking up excited to start your day sounds like a great surf trip, but it also sounds like a really good life. I know so many people who feel trapped by jobs instead of feeling fulfilled by meaningful, purposeful work. I wondered about the set of circumstances that had allowed Lena to craft this existence for herself, in which she had important work, but she also understood how crucial it is to get away from it. I quit my job. I came back here for four months. And I was so sure, I was like not worried about to find a job again. Because actually if you start doing this, you realize like this is possible. Like, yeah, before you're scared because no one does it. And, but if you try and if you lose the fear, and with surfing I really lost the fear, you, you realize, yeah, everything is possible. So I came back here and in this year another guy did contact me and he asked me, Hey, Lena, I'm, I knew him from the, my first job. He was like, Lena, I just opened a new office. Do you want to work for me? And I was like, no, right now I'm in Costa Rica surfing. I quit my job, but I really like this office and I know they will hire me again. I remember like this moment. It was like almost exactly one year ago. It's so amazing because we're sitting like here now in this juice bar. At this time, I was laying in the hammock at the hostel where I'm living. And because this guy kept contacting me, I thought, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with my old job. I will, I, I'm sure I can go back there. So I just gonna try something. And I sent, I wrote a really, really long email where I was completely honest about myself. I was honest to myself. I applied for a job, but I didn't pretend to be someone. I just was myself. I was like, I started with the sentence that part of my life is like surfing. And, and I explained, I was like, I, I talked about myself, the person I actually am, because when I'm in my job, I'm really focused, I'm concentrated, I love my job. And 
but I need this balance in my life and I'm only good in a job or in something if I have the balance and I tried I, I, I told him yeah if you want to hire me you have to trust me and I will I need surfing in my life so you have to let me go during the winter four months and like really this is like not common at all in Germany it's like I, I was writing his email and I thought like if he gets reads the email he thinks I'm crazy so but I just took the risk because I was sure I will can come back to my other job anytime and yeah I, and I know I knew by my because I learned this over the years like when you walk too hard you get sick and you get exhausted and you don't have the energy anymore and and if you take this break sometimes in your life, you, you, you can, it, it's like, like a plant. It needs like water and, and, and sun to grow. You need this rest in your life. So I wrote this email and when I sent it, I remember this so, so much. I was like, oh God, oh God, okay. Even if he thinks I'm crazy. I, I mean, I don't know if this is working, but I'm just gonna send this email now. And then I was a bit in a rush because I was I met friends here at this place in a juice bar in Harmony Hotel. And I was sitting here and it was 50 minutes after I sent the email and I checked my emails. And I didn't expect it, but I got an email from him and the two other bosses and they said, Lena, we are so happy to hire you. Of course, we accept everything you're asking for. We are, yeah, it's like work fast. We will send you the contract right away to sign it. And then the rest we manage in Germany. And I really almost cried. It was like a moment in my life where I thought, oh my God, I really, I was so honest. I just asked for what I wanted, like 100%. And I got it. And this is possible. And now I can live the life I really want to live. And I, I spent the, the rest of the time here. Last day I was sitting on a beach watching the sunset. And I went home, I was flying home. And I was not sad because I knew I can come back. And I started my new job three days later. Like I never enjoyed my work before that much like I did like last year with this like freedom now it's amazing wow and it all came through surfing really all of all of it can you talk about because this is a recurrent theme in in all of the cultural artifacts and literature of surfing that I could find is this way that surfing gives you a sense of freedom yeah yeah can you talk about that a little bit yeah it's how can I describe it like the like surfing is itself it's 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 freedom like it's you're you're sitting in the water you feel the power of nature especially here you like you feel the warm water on your body it's like meditation you look to the ocean you forget everything you forget everything what is important what bothers you, what makes you sad, and 
you look at all the waves coming you're sitting a lot when you're surfing you're sitting a lot it's not that you're like surfing a wave all the time you meet like you you see people like you're surfing with your friends you smile at everyone seems to be so happy in the lineup and then you finally you work so hard and this is like the part that describes the freedom that you, sometimes you you have to work hard for something but then you catch a wave and you're flying you're flying and you know you can make it and um yeah to be to be free means yet you have to be bold you, you have to be brave and and that's what surfing really gives you like yeah that's like freedom yeah so do you have a background as an athlete as a child were you athletic not at all not at all i was not sporty at all i hated sport it was just friends who said oh come running with me and it was exhausting i didn't i didn't have fun in the beginning and then my body felt like something was changing and my body started to need it and at this time i got when i think back i didn't eat healthy i didn't do any sport i was sitting i wasted so much time in front of the computer in front of the tv i i, I thought like i didn't know there's something else i didn't know about it because i never tried it was like no doing sport is just exhausting i don't want to do it and there's not a moment where you feel like now it's changing it's like i can't even tell when it changed but my body needed an exercise and i tried surfing and you are successful even if you're not sporty you have this big board it's like a boat and the surf instructor pushes you in a wave and you crawl up you just stand up but then you feel like this wow effect is here wow i can do it and then you start doing better self and you feel you're getting tired so fast so then i started thinking about it now i, I want to do i want to do more surfing and for this i need to eat healthy i need to do more sport and then i thought what is good like to be better in surfing and then i thought okay swimming is really good and my dad tried to get me into swimming like since years he always bought me the season pass for my birthday and i never used it but when i started surfing it was like now i gonna i gonna learn how to swim freestyle i never like crowd the crawling style and i could never do that so i started watching youtube youtube videos so funny i learned swimming by watching youtube videos wow so i went to the pool every day i try and try to and then i i learned it and then i realized no it's not that i'm i i cannot not do it I, everyone can do it even like i was 25 at this time and and um and you had not felt strong as a child not at all i had back problems i got sick a lot my back was so weak i always went to this um physiotherapist and i had to do this boring exercise i hated it but when i started surfing i had so much motivation i started doing yoga the first half a year i hated yoga i was like oh this is like that's so exhausting it's so hard but i 
want to keep doing it because I want to be better in surfing so I kept doing it and then my body like changed and my back was suddenly so strong I felt so much healthier now I'm 32 I feel so much healthier than so much stronger than when I was 22 and when I was 22 I thought like oh my god when I'm 30 I will be old I will be fat I will be not sporty at all and now I feel so fit and I changed my diet and so my body learned so much then I, I felt like here I ate all these fruits like really cheap simple basic food but it makes you feel so much better. I felt something changing in my body and like through yoga and surfing, I felt so much more my body. I listened to it and I realized now I feel so bad what I did to my body like 15 years ago. In this age, you don't think about it. You think your body is like you only have one body and that everything you put in your body is what you're made out of. Now, since I'm surfing, I don't get sick anymore. Since it's like the whole combination. It's like also this balance in my job that I'm not, I don't have stress anymore. Like even if I have the stress, but it doesn't feel like stress anymore. This idea of stress that doesn't feel like stress seems crucial to Lena's story. Her job is still demanding, still time-sensitive, and like most of our jobs, performance-based. I asked her to explain how surfing, of all things, had helped her transform work stress from a negative experience into something altogether different. When, you, when you're surfing, you follow a lot of your intuitions. You don't have much time to think about. You, you are in this moment, a wave is coming, everything is moving, you have to decide in this moment, and you have to trust yourself and you feel this fear, and if you don't go for it, you will never catch a wave. And when I'm at home, when I was an engineer, I was like, okay, I have so much time to think about anything. When, when I was, for example, when I was writing an email to an important client, I was, I think, was thinking about this email so many times. I wrote it again, I changed it. I was like, oh God, I'm so scared to do something wrong. And since I'm surfing, I'm so much faster with my decisions and, and this makes it so much more efficient, my work. Through surfing I learned, no, just relax, breathe in, breathe out and just go for it and, and take the risk. Maybe you do mistakes now, but if you panic, you, it doesn't help you, you don't improve and I felt, I feel so much more efficient since I work like that and I have so much more success. Yeah, then mistakes happen, but you never reach 100% perfection. It's not even possible. And in surfing also, you, you have to like, you, you wipe out, you do this mistake. Sometimes you, you take the wrong wave, but in surfing you learn if you do mistakes, it's not, they're not mistakes, you just learn. When you panic, you wipe out every time whether yeah. you're in the water or not exactly yeah <laughs> one guy told me if you're scared just breathe in really slowly really deep and breathe out and then be committed and go for it and if you're 100 percent committed you you make you you do it 
and then it feels so easy. You just have to, you have to trust yourself a lot when you're surfing. You really do, don't you? Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh my goodness. It seems like, it, it, feel, it still feels to me as though miracles happen all the time. For example, last night uh, it was, it, the waves were not big for here, but they seemed big to me mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I took out a very small board for mm -hmm, myself. I'm mm -hmm. trying to learn how to ride a short board. Mm -hmm. uh, because there are some days, I prefer longboarding, but there are some days that are not conducive to longboarding and Ex I don't want to miss any days. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm trying to learn shortboarding and, uh, and so I have this tiny, what to me is this tiny little board out there and there were a couple of times when I just decided I was gonna go for it and I still can't predict what yeah. is gonna be a good wave or not. And yeah. I, I run pretty frightened by nature. I'm a yeah. fearful person. Yeah. And so I, I think I, I miss a lot of waves that mm -hmm. could work out mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they look impossible. Same for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but last night I took off on a couple of waves that I was pretty sure were closeouts where the wave breaks all at once and there's no way to, where to go. And yeah. I almost always wipe out on those. Yeah. And I, it was the strangest things be, thing because I went from this moment of, okay, I'm probably going to die to <laughs> what just happened? That worked. And there was exactly. in between was this, and I blank is not the right word, but it's, it's almost as though there's this emptiness. Yeah, exactly. Where your body is just doing these things and you're beholden to it in a beautiful way. It's, it's, it's got this capacity yeah, and yeah. it's, it's in tune with this force in a way that doesn't even feel like you're driving the car. It just sort of happens. Yeah, exactly. I want to say something about this being committed in a wave that you go for it. And that like, I, I had this, I had actually my best waves together with friends. I want to talk about friends, like surfing together with friends because this makes surfing so special. Surfing alone can be like boring. You wanna share moments with friends. And this is like also in your life, you wanna share your life with some, someone. And I had these moments where a big wave was coming and I wouldn't have gone alone. And actually I, go, I went alone. It was just a person, the friend beside me who said, go girl, go for it go girl and I went for it and I didn't think it would be possible alone I would have definitely pulled back and then I took the wave and I made it and I was like oh my god I can do it and yeah it's like when you are alone when you're paddling for waves and you you know you have to be you have to be bold, you have to be, yeah, you have to be brave to go for the wave, to catch the wave, then you make it sometimes. But it's so good if you have company and you support, they support you. And in this moment, you trust them. You, you, you think like, no, I, alone, I would have never gone for this wave. But because you have this friend who's telling you go, and you trust this person 100% because the moment when you take a big wave is scary and you have the feeling, yeah, okay, I'm going to die or gonna make it and it's so crazy how you tr can trust people and this, this is so amazing it really is I've had that experience multiple times myself there was uh, I have a friend I often surf with at home yeah uh, who it who I trust in in all the ways she's just an utterly trustworthy honorable yeah. beautiful human being yeah. uh, and I will frequently ask her 
when a big wave is coming, do you think I can make this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't even ask the question if she weren't there. I just would think, I can't make this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but if she says yes, you I'm willing to it. give it a shot. Yeah. Okay. And then you make it. And then you make it. Yeah, it's just, or, or even if you don't, it's okay. You know you could have because yeah. she's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just something happened. And this is, yeah, and it's just so amazing. It's so special and, yeah, and you, you, you have, you think you have these limits, but then you try, you, you, you pass the limit and you know, you realize you can do it. You can do it. And it is the same in life, in your work, at your job, if you are a team, so much more is possible. Would you mind telling the story on tape about the complicated drawing and plan that you found the mistake in? Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I'm, I'm working as a proof engineer, and that means a regular engineer does all the cal calculations of a building that is designed by an architect and if we have a public building in Germany the proof engineer has to check the calculations of the engineer and I got this calculation it was like a big folder like the engineer I know he worked four weeks to do the calculation of this really complicated building with a lot of walls and he built a 3d model and I got this big folder and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so much. I, it was like too much information. And I had to check this, this cal these calculations. A couple of years ago, I would have built the same model in my computer. And, but I thought, no, just lean back, think about it first. Um, and I completely simplified the building in my mind. I thought, okay, I just delete all these little um, walls that won't get much load, and I focus on the three important walls. And I made a, my calculation to check these, these, these calculations on only two pages. I think he gave me 200. And I did this calculation in one day by first thinking about it, simplifying the model, and then I found a really big mistake. And this building would have collapsed if I wouldn't have found this mistake. Sometimes you think too complicated if you have the time. If you have the time, you make life so complicated and you have like all these little walls you, you want to consider in your life. and. But no, focus on the basic important things that make you happy and you don't need much more. Could you talk a little bit about how your relationship to possessions has changed? When I was, I see this a lot in Stuttgart because the city I'm from, there is there a lot of, there's a lot of consume, like a lot of- Consumerism? Consumerism. There are the, all these, big, um, there's this big industry, like all this, these fancy cars, Mercedes and Porsche are produced in Germany and Stuttgart. So you see a lot of fancy cars driving around and you are in, I lived in this world where you work hard and then you have like this little spare time 
where you spend a lot of money to spoil yourself actually you think like okay now i have like one hour time so i go in this fancy restaurant i want to spoil myself i spend all this money i buy these things that make my make me happy i want to drive a fancy car and i was the same i spend a lot of money for things i actually don't need to impress people i don't like so funny because my friends they don't care how i look like what i wear they see they 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 just like to spend time with me. I don't have to impress them at all. And since I have more time, since I live different, since I have this part-time job, I make less money. But at the, the interesting thing is at the end of the year, I don't have less money. When I'm at home, I take my bicycle. I don't have a car. I'm so lucky that it's possible in Stuttgart. I can go grocery shopping on my bicycle and I enjoy it. I hate sitting in a car. It's such a waste of time. And like I save money and I enjoy it more. And I had this job offer from Porsche, like for a big, um, like being a project manager. I thought at this moment it's like, way too much challenging for me and this guy said yeah you, when you get this job you we offer you a Porsche car and I looked at him I was like no I don't want to drive this car I see all these Porsche cars stuck in traffic every day on the way to work I take my bicycle through the park I meet all these other people on bicycles who wave at me who smile at me the, the atmosphere in the park in the morning is so nice i breathe in this fresh air i don't want to sit in this car in the traffic and he started laughing because i think it, i was the first person he met who didn't want to have a porsche car in, in stuttgart one of the things that i have noticed about surfing and one of the uh, really one of the reasons that I wanted to start this project is mm -hmm. that I believe that being in the water together, that sharing that love in that, it's, a, it's an inherently intimate setting mm -hmm. to be in the water mm -hmm. like that, mm -hmm. uh, that it allows people to form bonds so rapidly. Mm -hmm. You really can get close very quickly mm -hmm. if, if you are of a mind to and you find somebody uh, yeah. who you like and are inspired by and whose company you enjoy and that's certainly i feel like that happened for yeah. us and i'm so grateful yeah yeah it's really quite good we're just sitting there and looking at each other and you don't have to say anything you just feel it and it's like you can't explain it yeah i remember exactly when i met you it's such an unbelievable feeling to meet someone new in the water and sharing this feeling and then a wave is coming in between so you catch a wave and then you paddle back out and you sit together and you like you talk about this moment and you're, you're so in a moment I don't know sometimes when you sit in a cafe and meet someone you're just so distracted of things around you but if you're in the water you're really like in this moment so much more it feels like more intense, like meeting someone in water. It does, doesn't yeah, it? Right? Yes, you, I think you are absolutely right that it's easier to bring your full attention yeah. 
yeah. to that moment, yeah. uh, in part because the wave demands it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so you're even in the in that short span of time, you're yeah. you're practicing yeah. careful attention, yeah, so yeah. you don't get hurt. Yeah, you have exactly. a good experience, yeah. uh, and then you bring that to hopefully to the other relationships that you yeah. have in the water. Yeah. And certainly that's not true for everybody. There are plenty of people who don't yeah. uh, don't practice mindfulness yeah. when it comes to the other folks in the yeah. water. And yeah. that's uh, that's one of the things that makes meeting somebody like you so special yeah. is yeah. that yeah. we don't all, even in the water, we don't all wear our hearts on our sleeve, yeah. on our little lycra or neoprene yeah. sleeves yeah. in that way. Exactly. <laughs> and there are different kind of surfers. And of course, there are a lot of young guys, young kids around us who are totally focused on surfing and they don't care about it, they don't want to talk. I mean, it's a, they're different kind of surfers for sure. And some, they just want to go out there for an hour and catch as many waves as possible. I really also enjoy like being with people in the water. And of course, because you're a woman and you're, yeah, there are not that many women your age. I have, yeah, yes. it's like there true, aren't. and this is like my biggest dream. I always admire women that are older than me because I want to keep surfing until I die. Yeah. The interesting part of the aging process for me is that surfing has just dissolved all of the lines of the boxes mm -hmm. and the categories. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, it's not as though age is meaningless. It's it's profoundly meaningful. And I have, as I've gotten closer to death than to birth, it focuses your mind. Mm -hmm. I think Jung was right that mm -hmm. you know you, you round a corner and you begin to realize that death is. You begin to realize death. It becomes this real thing exactly. as opposed to this kind of confabulation. It, yeah. it becomes this thing which yeah. is uh, just if you're doing things in a way that is right for you. What it does is it reminds you. It, mm -hmm. it, it puts your mind back in your body mm -hmm. over and over. Mm -hmm. and, and, and for me at least, it's real that this body is not forever. Mm -hmm. You are not forever. Mm -hmm. You become more mindful of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in that process, you begin to understand if you're lucky, and you have the opportunity, you mm -hmm. begin to understand how much choice you have. Mm -hmm. And the thing that gave me the opportunity to realize that is surfing. And you realize, okay, yes, I'm, I'm relatively old. I'm probably not going to live to be 100. And that doesn't mean any of the things that I thought it meant. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. mean the things in my mind. It doesn't mean the things in my life. And it sure as heck doesn't mean the things in my body yeah. that I thought it was going to mean. And, and there's this famous surfer Jerry Lopez, Mr. Pipeline, who's older than I am, I'm 10, 15 years, I'm not sure exactly when he was born. And he was quoted in this popular documentary about surfing called Step Into Liquid. And he said, the real journey as a surfer doesn't begin until the second 20 years. The first 20 years is just figuring out whether or not you like it. And I heard that and I got it. I have yeah, it in my marrow. Yeah, yeah. It's like this, this 20 years is to learn the language. The second 20 years, which for me will begin at 60, that's about writing the poetry. Yeah, yeah. And I think when you begin to engage in any form of, of expression or ritual or worship or all of the things that surfing isn't quite, but it, but it somehow approximates, yeah. when you start late in life, 
it's different yeah. than if you just grow up with it. Yeah. It has different lessons to yeah. teach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm so grateful. I, although, if I had a choice, I would start earlier yeah. because I would be a more beautiful surfer. It, you too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I'm like, I wish I would have surfed. Yeah, me like, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And at the same time, I know that I wouldn't be learning the same things. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't have come at it in the same way. It's like when I began to learn how to surf, it was such a slow physical process for me. I couldn't get enough hours in the water. And yeah. so I began to read all of the books. Yeah. What started for me as this, it felt like this selfish hunger. Yeah. I'm just, I just have to oh, feed gosh. myself. Yeah. This, yeah. I, I need more of this. Yeah. Has turned into this new, it, it, it feels like a calling. And I'm, I am not, yeah. uh, you know, sort of a theistic religious person, but yeah. it really does, I feel called yeah. Yeah. by, and the closest thing I can say is the ocean. Yeah. So what it, you know, I feel called by the ocean yeah. to somehow take this incredible gift, this, this profound gift, this abundant experience that I get to partake of. I feel called to figure out ways to tell about it, to pass it on. Exactly. To at, yeah, to at least put it in front of other people. That's like yeah, exactly. I'm I, yeah. What what you said? Like I wish I would have learned surfing earlier, and this feeling what I have now. I wanna. I want everyone to feel like this. I want everyone, and and I didn't know either, and no one knows who who doesn't surf, doesn't know what what feeling it gives you, and. Yeah, it's like when I see people at home, I want to take them and, and shake them and tell them everything <laughs> about my life right now and, and yeah, inspire them. As an educator, I struggle to put my students in touch with how profoundly they can affect someone else by mm -hmm. just being mm -hmm. authentic to themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, but it it happens over and over again. Yeah. You, you make a decision that's right for you, yeah. even though everybody else around you yeah. is pushing you in another direction. Yeah, yeah. And and that somehow becomes its own form of service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked in this company, like just the second job I had. I worked for them, and everyone in this office went to the. They took the car to get to the office, the train to get to the office. And I started, I took my bicycle and I did this exercise every morning. Actually, I went on my way to work. I, I took my bicycle to the swimming pool. I was swimming there, some laps, and I took a shower and then I took my bicycle to work. And I arrived at work with so much energy, happiness. I arrived there, I didn't need a coffee. I was full of energy to start my day, like Monday morning. And my colleagues, they just saw me being so happy. And I saw in their face, they were thinking about it. What does she do that makes her so happy? And they started talking to me and they realized, no, she doesn't do much. She just takes her bicycle every morning to work. So three of my colleagues started taking, they, they bought a bicycle for themselves and started taking their bicycle to work. And I also, I also cook a lot at home, so I cook a lot of vegetables. I feel like so much lighter at, in, in the afternoon before I, I ate pasta and I felt so tired 
and now since I eat healthier I have more energy during the day and they saw this and they started cooking and now we then we start being a group of girls actually who took their bicycles to work who started eating healthier and the other people saw it and they started copying it and one day one girl came to me and I saw her didn't say anything but in the year she changed a lot she had a lot of overweight and she came to me one day and she said um, Lena I have to tell you something and I think I, I, I feel like because of you and you inspired me so much I lost in one year 30 pounds wow she said I, I saw you I saw you living this healthy life I saw your happiness and I realized I want to be like you and I have to change something in my life and she also bought this bicycle she drove to work and she said Lina, Lina on rainy days when I really didn't felt like biking I thought about you I woke up in the morning and I thought no I know Lina is going to take her bicycle because she always goes in her bicycle so I will do it. That was an amazing moment for me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I have all these, oh God, now I almost started crying, but it makes me so happy because I, I feel so happy with my life and I love to inspire people because I think everyone should be that happy and yeah, so it's it's amazing to inspire people and I got inspired a lot too it's not that I'm the person I am now because I was this lazy unsporty girl sitting in front of the TV and I didn't know that there is something else exists in this world and yeah and then you find it yeah you and, find it. and you pass it on yeah. and nothing feels better there's oh nothing God. better in the oh world God, I'm so happy right now <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just the most beautiful thing. It yeah. really is. Providing inspirational, transformative experiences is central to the mission of Waves to Wisdom. To learn more about our retreats, where we use learning to surf as a means to guide you into a powerful capacity to envision and create a more effective, fulfilled version of yourself at work and in life, visit wavestowisdom.com.